One of the ways that the best marketers and copywriters I know stand out from the crowd is by constantly expanding their own realities. They're the kind of people who look for opportunities to leave their comfort zones. And oftentimes, the chance to visit a completely foreign world exists right in your own backyard. For years, I thought I might want to be a cop. Back when my wife and I first moved to Florida from Chicago, uh, I thought that would be a good way to find some security. And uh, I didn't have any other career path or job options at the time. So I requested a ride-along with the St. Petersburg Police Department. And, you know, I knew that St. Pete had a, you know, rough area uh, with a history of riots and other problems, but I had just relocated from the third largest city in the U.S., where I lived just a few blocks from the Cabrini Green Housing Project, which was made famous in the Spike Lee film Hoop Dreams, and for once being the per-square-foot murder capital of the entire country. So back then, like any friend coming to visit me from the suburbs uh, would travel like two miles out of their way just to avoid hitting the stoplight in front of Cabrini Green. And I would think, where's your sense of adventure? Your appreciation for history, you cowards. So, you know, St. Pete's rough neighborhood was bound to be a joke in comparison, right? So I remember arriving at police headquarters where I met Officer Mark Blackwood, who was clearly annoyed at having to babysit a then 30-year-old career shopper for his entire shift. And we walked to his squad car in total silence. He opened the trunk and he pulled out a shotgun from its case. Ever shoot one of these, he asked me. No, I hadn't. It's pretty simple. Just pull this back hard enough to engage it, aim, and pull the trigger. In that order, he said. Got a hell of a kick, so keep it tight against your shoulder. Will I uh, be needing that tonight, I said, only half-joking? Probably not, but I don't want you freezing up if you do. Here's how to release it. He showed me the hidden switch that frees the shotgun from the safety rack bolted to the cruiser's plexiglass partition. The thick plastic separating the front seat from the back was cracked and scratched to hell from countless arrestees literally kicking and screaming their way to jail. This is the code to report an officer down. Our squad number is... The instructions were coming fast and furious. This job search was getting way more intense than I had anticipated. Having the cojones to drive past a menacing Chicago housing project was one thing. Driving into one with zero weapons experience and marked as the enemy was another. We drove through some ragged neighborhoods responding to 911 reports of domestic abuse, disturbances, drug activity. But by the time we'd arrive, there'd be nothing to see, no caller to interview. Pretty quiet tonight, Officer Blackwood said. Some days you can't keep up. Other days you wonder why you're bothered to show up. He parked outside of an abandoned motel and said, follow me, before creeping stealthily up the rickety back staircase. Sometimes we catch crackheads smoking up in here, he whispered before jabbing his head in and out of the first doorway. The decrepit room was littered with drug paraphernalia and old clothes. It smelled like sweat and vomit. Man, people actually live in here? My adrenaline was pumping now. We, we continued down the hall. Blackwood kept his hand on his holstered weapon as he peered into each room. I felt naked, struggling to remember those emergency codes. Suddenly we were out on the other side, standing on the balcony overlooking the street. 
Officer Blackwood was stoic, but I felt high from the adrenaline rush. You hungry, he asked. He opened up a little more at dinner. The job was okay, he said. The benefits were good. The pay was lousy. He'd recently gotten into day trading stocks from home and was more interested in talking about interest rates than crime rates. Any romantic ideals about making a difference or serving and protecting the community were clearly long dead. It's all a stupid game of cat and mouse out here, he said. Catch a bad guy, throw him in jail. He gets out because the facilities are overcrowded. Catch him again and the cycle goes on. Then he said the thing that froze my already lukewarm ambition of pursuing my crime-fighting fantasies. Got any kids, he asked. No, we're trying, though. That's what got me thinking about the benefits. The stuff people do to kids. That's the hardest thing to shake, he said, staring across the restaurant. You watch them get ruined before they even have a chance at life. Gets to you. Yeah, but you can help, right? At least give them a chance. He didn't respond. The cold look in his eyes said it all. A piece of you dies when you see innocent lives ruined forever. You'll be arresting them soon enough, and around and around it goes. Our long shift ended at the hospital, where we had brought a guy caught in a drug deal after he collapsed during jail processing. Everywhere we'd been that night smelled like death. My drive home from the station that night is what stands out the most in my mind. The familiar sights looked different than they had on the way in. Reality was altered. My range of vision expanded. A guy cut me off on the highway, and I didn't flinch. Annoying drivers were a joke now, compared to what there was to be bothered by. There's a world outside of the norm that most people never have to see or think about. But if you want to be an influencer, you've got to visit other people's realities. Push out of your comfort zones just enough to feel restless when you don't. Do it in both directions, too, above and below your current level of reality. There's plenty to learn from and take inspiration from in both directions. So what about you? How has your reality expanded lately? I'd love to read your comments and hear your stories over at copychief.com forward slash T-A-M. Until next time, I'm Kevin Rogers.